0: If you're looking for success, it's in the details. Small hinges move big doors. And now your host, Karen Allen. Hello, beautiful human, and welcome to another episode of In The Details. I'm your host, Karen Allen, and today I'm talking to Melissa Hughes. I just want to give a quick shout out to Jenny Blake, who connected us. Thank you so much. I love it when good people share good people. So that's how Melissa and I have come to this place. So just a quick shout out of love to Jenny Blake. Thanks for making this connection. Uh, Melissa is a best-selling author, speaker, founder of Live Rich, Spread Wealth, and also a master business coach coach who became a self-made millionaire by the age of 31. She's known as the guru of implementation and Melissa's success and that of her clients is just a result of her brilliance around practical proven systems for business and life. Her mission is to help entrepreneurs and business leaders accomplish their goals and massive profit <laughs> while staying connected to their authentic self transforming the world and creating lives of limitless abundance now i already know if you're listening to this show you are here for all of this because this is what we live for <laughs> how can we share these golden nuggets so that we can up level our life well if you're ready to get in the details with melissa grab that beverage if it's your coffee your smoothie grab a pen and paper because here we go
1: melissa welcome. Hi, Karen. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I just want to celebrate the light that you are and serving others in the world. So it's an honor to be here and serving your community as well today.
0: Oh, thank you so much. You know, when I was doing a little bit of research and learning more about who you were, I was like wow, we are so cut from the same cloth in a lot of different ways. Uh, So let's just hop right in. I know that you've mentioned that you went through a tough season in your career and you've actually called it a blessing wrapped in sandpaper. (laughs) Tell our listeners what was happening during that time and also, you know, what you learned from it.
1: Oh, sure. I mean, I'm like, which one? (laughs) But we'll talk about this one because this one, I feel like it's something that a lot of people can relate to, especially there was a point in my life where I was like in this beautiful hotel luxurious, great view from the window. And I was so frustrated because like a lot of people, I was on business calls, putting out fires. And, I you know, I, these are just a situation where I didn't even want to be there anymore. I'd already had a successful life in corporate. I was, I was taught that, you know, the more money that you'd make is the more freedom that you'd get in that moment. Yeah. I had the bonuses, but I also had these titanium handcuffs. Like mm. I felt like, so, you know, that everything that I was doing was really for the vision of corporate. I was losing connection with my family, with myself. It was really a difficult time and not one that was new to me. And every time I'd get into this, oh my gosh, why am I here? What am I doing? I would get this little voice. I would say, there's more, there's another way. And, you know, on that particular time, I was like, you know what? I'm willing to go this other way. Like, I want to go this route. I want to find out what that looks like because I come from a family of immigrants. My family's originally from Jamaica. And I just wanted to live this American dream and, you know, get a job, you know, get a good job, all these kind of things. So I had a little, like, guilt around even wanting something different for myself. And so anyway, when I decided that day, I set out on a path to learn what this other way is and was. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that I did. That little voice allowed me to create a life where, you know, I get to spend, instead of like spending time with people that I like kind of okay, like I get to spend time with people that I love with the people that I care about. And instead of just being able to like not having any time for myself, I'm able to make time for everything that I want and then some more. And as far as the profits, Yes, it was great. I'm very thankful for that career, but I've made way more being able to impact people outside of the four corners of corporate. Corporate's my client as well, but at the same time, I am so thankful that I follow this little voice. And for the last 15 or 20 years, I've really supported entrepreneurs on listening to that we call intuition, that guidance to really step out of into the unknown, into uncertainty and live a life that for me, I didn't even think was possible. So that was like my, oh my gosh, corporate was great, but it was a blessing wrapped in sandpaper because I just didn't know this is on the other side.
0: Yes, I can completely relate to that. And honestly, I didn't have the courage to make the jump myself, uh, when I was terminated from my last corporate job, uh, it was in the season of, you know, recently being widowed. And I was like, this cannot happen to me. Why? But it's funny that you say that there was that still small voice that was nudging you and, and encouraging you that there's something more, there's something different because three months before I was terminated, I felt the same thing. And I was very, I was so nervous because I was like, well, I can't just like leave my job. I'm a single mom now. Like that would be irrational. No way. But I just knew that there was something more that I needed to do. And as a matter of fact, it was, gosh, I remember this moment so clearly I was lying in bed and I remember God saying, you're going to take your pain. You're going to turn it into purpose and you're going to pay it forward to help others. And I was like, uh, I think you got the wrong person. I don't know who that is. That is not me. And I I heard that you actually also had a moment where God downloaded in you a message that you're going to bring joy to people's souls. How did you kind of work through that to discover more of, you know,
1: what the spirit was saying to you in that? You know, that's so great because actually a pivotal time before that is that my father passed away. And it was tough. I mean, he was like my best friend. He was great at the best advice, especially when it came to relationships and men. <laughs> but, but you know, um, he, had a, he had a stroke and he passed away suddenly. And, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, like who's going to be my father now? And it was in that moment where I was pretty much in despair and I felt very isolated. I heard that message. It's like, no, I'll be your father. And, you know, and you're going to bring joy to people's souls. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, it's like, <laughs> Like a, what do you mean yeah. by that? Because in that moment I didn't see any of that. That's in the that thing, moment, right? I did not see like all this stuff that God was saying I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, I kind of feel like it was um and now I feel like I has a great sense of humor because I feel like, you know, it was a big idea that where I was, it's like I was two year old in like a high school conversation. You know, I remembered the words, but I didn't understand the meaning and the depth of it and the and the breadth of it. And so it hit me and I and I kept it with me. But as I progressed in life and as I got, you know, these serendipitous situations or opportunities, I was able and even more breakdowns, I was able to see the the truth of that message. And I'm so thankful that I did trust and I did walk into this level of uncertainty. And, and, and I didn't, I didn't second guess myself. I just tried to stay the course and listen to this little voice because I feel like this little voice, we all have it. I call it call yes. divine guidance, you know, Holy Spirit does it like everybody has a different name for it, yes. but at the same time, we all have access to it. It comes mm-hmm. with the manufacturing mm-hmm. and Absolutely. I chose to listen. And as a result, I'm very thankful for the opportunity. While I feel like it was a a crazy loss, I also feel like I had so much gain. And so while my father isn't here anymore, he's that earth angel. Like he's he's an angel up there advocating on my behalf. And there are so many more that I have lost. And I just realized that there's a dynamic there. As much as there's life, there's also death. And so it's just a treasure every moment. And to know that we're never alone in our journey, but it's up to us to listen.
0: Absolutely. I want to dive in a little bit more into the listening piece, because I think there's some gems here that we can pull out for the listeners. So the first thing that stirs up in me is how, as you mentioned, and I believe this, and people have heard me say this too, whatever you want to call the divine, God, universe, what have you, we call it different things but we we're none of us are denying that it exists, right? Right, So so we know that because we felt that inside of us, but here's, here's a piece I wanted to carve out. It's that sometimes most of the time we're so busy with all of our demands and pressures of the world that we are tuning that still small voice out. We're suppressing it actually, because it's never gone. It's just that we're suppressing it. We're not paying attention to it. And so what people usually come up against is, well, how do I know? How do I know that's the voice and how do I know I'm supposed to follow it? And it's not just that thing in my head. And so I hope, dear listener, that you just heard from Melissa and I both sharing that when we heard that thing, the message, we were like, Oh no, 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 no. I think you have the wrong person. And that's how, you know, that something that's being given to you or presented to you in a still small voice, it's something you would not have even fathomed for yourself. You wouldn't have even saw it. You wouldn't have thunk it. As my mom would say, (laughs) you just would not have conceptualized this thing. I know for sure when that moment happened for me and I had the words that came, you'll take your pain, turn into purpose and pay it forward. There was also a vision that was attached to that kind of felt like I was in a lucid dream. And I saw myself on stages, but never have I ever Melissa thought that I would be a speaker. Never. My background is in HR. I was in recruiting. I loved that world, but by surrendering, which is the part that you mentioned too, is you hear And then you get quiet so that you can listen a little more, but at some point you will have to surrender because part of the message and the journey again, are going to be things outside of what you believed would be possible. And once you surrender, then you start tapping really into
1: those limitless possibilities because we limit ourselves. Yeah, we totally limit ourselves. I mean, it's based on our upbringing, our exposure, our traumas, and also even our successes. Success can yeah. sometimes limit us as well, um, because we know that worked. And but where you're going, that you might need new tools, you might need a new perspective and a new mindset. And so, what I always talk about, not only surrendering, you know, uh, living in the surrender, because I do that now. Uh, there's also within living the surrender. There's the power of the pause. Yes. The power of the pause is an opportunity to get in that quiet space. It doesn't, we'll always have opportunities to be bombarded by situation, scenarios, data all over the time, all over the time. But we can own our power of the pause, which means get into that still space get into the quiet space. A lot of times we talk about prayer and meditation. I say prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening. Oh (laughs) yeah. Get into that space where you are in a quiet moment for yourself or time for yourself. And I will tell you, I have been living in this surrender for a long time. And I will tell you that the reason my confidence is high now is because it takes practice. Yes, some people are able to listen to their intuition. It's a small voice. Sometimes it's a vision. Sometimes it's a picture. Sometimes it's a note. We're all created differently, which is so juicy because based on those superpowers that you have, that uh, that affinity for this versus that, you have your special way to communicate and to listen to what your intuition is looking to say to you. But the best way to be able to get in a position to truly understand and listen is to stay curious. And to be in a quiet space and really understand where you are. When times are really uncertain, it's the power of your questions that gets you the best answers. Mm -hmm. And I will say live in, you know, a lot of times we do struggle, actually. You're totally right, Karen. We struggle because there's so many things in our mind. Like (laughs) there's so many confusing thoughts. And there are thoughts that come from fear and come from ego, which is the kind, and they're all necessary. There's no right or wrong, but I am letting you know that there's a distinction. You know, your ego and your fear can be like, oh yeah, do all these things that makes it so complicated. You feel like you're failing before you even start
0: mm-hmm. or
1: your, your fear can want to hold you hostage to your past because you're like, oh, how I cannot do that. I failed in the past. How can I, who am I to even think, am I even good enough? But your intuition will guide you in a way that's expansive. It'll give you that one next step. Yes, it will sometimes sound crazy, like make this phone call. And you're like, but I haven't talked to them in years. Why would I call them? Would they even answer the phone? You know, I did that one time. And that was like a $300,000 deal. It was on a Saturday. I was talking to a friend of mine. And she's like, yeah, call such and such. And I'm like, really? But I did. I felt like these are like, you'll be guided. When you're in movement with your intuition, you're going to be guided. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that it's easy because society has a lot of frequencies out there. News, I mean, COVID, like, oh my gosh, if you're listening to the news, it is pumping out fear sometimes. There's some seasons where it's more than others. But you know what? Get in that still place. You can dial in what the frequency is that you want to feed your soul Absolutely. to get the most powerful way to move forward. So I would just say, while, while it does take practice, everyone can do it right now. You know, you ask a question, what's the question you want to know? And be careful your question. Like the question of like, how am I going to meet my rent next month or my mortgage next month? Not so much, but, or what's wrong with me, right? Because intuition is not interested in telling what's wrong because there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. if your question is, how can I support this next generation so that they understand that you can be wealthy and kind? Well, that's a different conversation. Intuition will snuggle, will see you, and it'll tell you what do you need to do today to step into that journey? Or am I not good enough? And no, it's not going to be answering that because it knows that you are also divine in your own right. But how can I stand in my power before I present this presentation? Or when I ask for this particular request, what does it need to look like in order for me to thrive in this relationship? You know, what, those are the kind of questions that intuition, when you're quiet, you ask the question and you're open to the answers. Mm -hmm. And when you're open, you'll be open to whatever you get. I say, get what you get, you don't get upset because we have to be open to understand that this might not be the thought that you thought the direction you thought you were going to go. Yes. Yes. It might not be. So be open to the sounds, to the, the, to the conversation, to the voice, be open to that knowing and trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because intuition is part of the manufacturing. Like we came out as physical beings. We also came out with the soul. And with that soul came that intuition. So it's yes. part of the packaging, people. It's part of the packaging. It's your
0: soul's GPS. It's trying yes, to guide you. it is you. totally
1: your soul's <laughs> GPS. And be open to what that looks like. And then, you know what? Uh, you know, then, then start in movement in what that guidance is. And then you practice it over and over. You know, we all listen to, let's be honest, like everybody's heard something before, some kind of way. The challenge that I've set I've found with the my clients, the entrepreneurs and and business leaders is we didn't listen. Yep. It's not that we didn't know. It's not that we didn't know that, yes, that resume looks amazing, but there's something about this person. I'm not sure it's going to be a fit, but now we're going to check the box off. Oh, here you go. You know, I strongly recommend this or, you know, there's a relationship. You're like, yeah, they, they look amazing. They smell good, but there's something about that. There's something that's like nagging you. And instead of trusting yourself and understanding that this life is abundant, this life is abundant. If this is not the right one, I'm going to trust that the right one will come along. is on its way. It's I on say its that way. all
0: the time, especially it's when I don't know way. an answer to something. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have the right answer. And I'm searching, I'm scrounging and I'm getting a lot of no's, which is like, okay, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. But what is the answer? And I've had, I adopted this a few years ago and it's helped me so much as an entrepreneur is if I don't know the answer right now, I trust that the answer is on its way.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you want to step in the, in the light of expectation, not desperation. So I don't really kind of stick to the anxiety world. I'm like, you know, if there's something, cause we all go through something, we're just creating this, like all these no's, but you know, there's timing, the clock's ticking. You're like, what am I going to do? Then, you know, I'm like, you know, God, like I- I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. Like, cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm like all that, like I had notoriously been an A type personality. And I'm not saying that I'm not now, but I understand flow, which is just as important as being this implementer of sorts to be the maximum implementer for me. I need both to really live my best life. And so trusting that the answers are always there. Everything is figure outable, as I hear Maria Folio say in, in the past, but the answers are always there. And the answers that will serve you in the best way are always there. And it will show up in the right time. Not yeah. always our time but the perfect time. And when you step into that, it allows you to know that, look, I just need that next step. I just need that next step. I just need, where do I need to leave my people? Where do I need to leave my business? Where do I need to leave my legacy and be open to being guided?
0: And it it is tricky because we do look at our five to 10 year plans, but you're right. This discipline of just looking for the right next step, they all lead to one
1: another. And as we
0: talked about before, you know, there are going to be things that just kind of guide you along the way. I don't know if you've read uh, the book, the alchemist, fantastic book, Um, but it talks about the different omens that come along the way. And the same energy that's inside of us is also in the world around us. And so if you believe in, we'll say, serendipitous moments. If you believe in divine appointments, if you believe that things are going to work together for your good, then you're also going to believe that there are these little omens that are going to help to direct you and just let you know that you're on the right track. I call those hashtag God hugs because that's how I felt. I I love that. I always felt it was like a little wink or something. of saying, yes, you're on the right direction. You're headed in the right path. And, and that goes hand in hand with also getting to know your intuition, but also just being more receptive to the world around you. And also being a doer and a high achiever and me thinking that I always have to go, go, go and oh, do yeah. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the greatest growth opportunities for me was to also position myself to receive.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I started Popeye muscles in giving, totally giving. But that receiving, atrophy, 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 atrophy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And like abundance is a muscle though. You know, it's something that we have to develop. And especially if you're not used to receiving or you're just not comfortable with it you have to start off in a way that just accept if you can accept a compliment it's a great day to day like if you're if you are someone that's having a hard time receiving start with the compliments like just yeah. say thank you gracefully you know and and you'll Melissa, be I'm sorry compliment. to interrupt but that is so true because anytime <laughs> i used to get a compliment i'm like oh no oh but you yeah, oh, no, and that was
0: that was one of the things that cracked open for me was like gosh Karen you can't even take a compliment and say <laughs> thank
1: you <laughs> Totally. So true. So true. And I think that at the end of the day, I do believe that we have this ability to understand Now, This is the thing. We talked about the good things. We talked about the God hugs. And the reason why I feel like blessings wrapped in sandpaper is also important to talk about is because sometimes a situation that looks totally dismal, you know, someone getting fired from a job, um, parents passing away, children passing away. These are awful or breakups. And sometimes it is what happens to support us in getting to that next amazing transformation. It wasn't meant to harm us. It was meant to help us. As hard as that can feel in the depth of pain and despair, sometimes something is unlocked and unleashed for our divine path. And we don't lose them. Souls transfer, like, you know, they cross over time and space. So keep the love in the memory. Um, But at the end of the day, these are things that we have to be willing to accept. And what I found is there's jobs that there's a job that I got fired from and I was distraught at the time. But you know what? Less than a year, I felt like I really need to send them some flowers because they Mm, that's (laughs) how I felt after I was let (laughs) go. I not to released to my future. If I had stayed there in those situations, in that circumstance, I would not have been released to the most amazing future. But God has a crazy sense of humor. And but oftentimes I've not sent just for the record, I've never sent the flowers because I've been too busy living my best life in the <laughs> next place. You know, it's those divine, I call it the universal promotions. Mm-hmm. They're rocky sometimes. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. But they do strengthen us and they do support us. And that's why when I serve the giants in the world, they've always been through something. Mm-hmm. They've always been through something. But it's that muscle that they were strengthening in the midst of tragedy that makes them the most amazing souls to give and to expand humanity in amazing ways. And so when you understand that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Mm-hmm then it shifts even the tragedy. And I'm not saying that that's easy. However, it's worth experiencing life in that mindset, in that mode, understanding, well, what is the blessing in this, no matter what, what is the, what's the lesson? What's Mm -hmm. the lesson?
0: Mm-hmm. yes i actually had a guest on uh, charles clay and he said something very similar about he said anytime i'm up against some tension i ask myself what is the blessing or the lesson in this situation it's yes. something i've adopted in my own life anytime i feel you know even with my son right he's a preteen great kid but we do have challenging moments as he's evolving into a young yeah. man and yeah. in that moment though i'm not you know if, if it's we have a if we meet a moment of frustration it's not about now because i've done the work work oh right. well, you should be listening to me or this is what how it's supposed to be For me, I'm like, why am I getting agitated? What is the lesson for me? What is a, what is a blessing? Like if we go through something hard with something else revealed that we were able to work on and learn from. Mm -hmm. And that is a very, you know, slight shift in mindset, but probably the one of the most powerful ones. It unlocks the misery that you could be stuck in if you stay fixated on any frustrations or disappointments or challenging moments in life. And by taking that adjustment, And being, I should say, by choosing the adjustment of the new perspective, it actually, as you mentioned many times in this conversation, it just unlocks limitless possibilities that we weren't seeing because we were fixated on the problem or the frustration or our current circumstances, where that's where looking beyond that, that's where it can be limitless. But I wonder, is there anything that you've done as a daily practice or you mentioned how somebody said, oh, you should call this person and and you did, you paid attention to that. I do believe that intuition is kind of a, it's a mental muscle. Yes, it is also the spirit that lives in us. But in order to tune into that, you have to have, you know, that dexterity. And so are there any practices or exercises that you do on a regular basis to sharpen your intuition or that you teach your clients to help them if they're new and tapping into that?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you about the rituals that I do, just the practices that I do that I found really works because I'm a thorough learner. And when I don't do it, life gets <laughs> goes to hell in the so, so the first thing I definitely do is I do get quiet in the morning. I want to understand, like, I know that we're all here for a purpose and I always want to stay true to that purpose. And so I do my meditation in the morning. I want to get into that quiet space and that's what I do before I leave that quiet space. So I do set the intention for the day. I want to step in my day. So I I imagine and I envision my day before I step into my day. And what that looks like is I want to know how I want to feel, who I want to impact when it comes to my husband, my daughter, um, my clients i think of the morning the afternoon and the in the evening i i part it out in three day three three pieces three three sections of the day and i want to think about well what is it that i want to what do i want to accomplish how do i want to feel how do i want to show up for others what do i want them to feel like what's this experience that i'm creating mm-hmm. and i set those intentions daily and when i do that then i step into my day
0: it sounds like you're coupling intention with uh, visualization though. Am I yes, hearing absolutely. that correctly? And mm-hmm. from a,
1: not only the task, but also how I want to feel and how do yes. I want, what do I want to create with the people mm-hmm. that I inter- interact with? Yes. Like I want us to be able to inspire others. I want them to see our light and our love so that they can be reminded of their light and their mm-hmm. love. And then I step into that. You're a powerhouse woman that is really taking a stand for others. And I want, as a result of our conversation, for others to be reminded about how amazing they are, how much they matter, how how they, when they take a stand for themselves, they're taking a stand for the people that they influence, whether they know it or not. So these are the intentions that I set for myself each and every day. Well, I teach my clients uh, not only some of those practices. I mean, my clients, the six-figure and seven-figure clients, we have a seven-figure Routine, even before they get to it, even when they're in six figures scaling up their businesses, they know that this is the way that you're able to really ground yourself, that no matter what the uncertainty that's going to be presented, because it's guaranteed this richness of life, then they can withstand that they can stay connected, they can stay in their abundance and their expansion, no matter what what happens for them. Because anytime you're looking to do something phenomenal and great, you're going to be challenged, you're breaking through another barrier. And it doesn't mean turn back. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm not good enough. It means what does it need to look like so I can step into this part of this phase in my life with grace and ease. Mm,
0: Grace and ease. It's funny. A lot of people, I know I was conditioned this way. We didn't believe that we could create a career that was also full of ease.
1: Oh, absolutely. Had to be a grind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> had to work 80 hours, had to go hard, had to go right. extra, had to do all this. And
1: man, yeah, that is just, that is leading towards a state of depletion. Oh, absolutely. And I always believe in giving from a cup of overflow, not not a cup of an empty cup. Right. That's right. And so I believe in being time rich and profitable. So I I mean, I too came from that train of thought. But honestly, as a seven figure earner, I realized that I work way less than I did when I was in corporate. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I have more intentionality. My skills that I've been able to use are different fully present. I'm able to have the life my family. I'm able to show them my love. I don't have to be so tired and drained. And, and it is another way of living. It's a way that it is so worth it to learn what that mm. looks like. I mm-hmm. teach that on a regular basis and uh, it is a shift. It's a shift in the atmosphere, but it's a shift that when we learn what that looks like, our legacies, those that are standing on our shoulders, they they're better for it and humanity is better as a result of it. Absolutely, that's the power of the ripple effect. Yes. What you and
0: this is something that I say often is when you become better, you make the people around you better, and Absolutely. that's how you make the world a little better too. And so, if that means adjusting the way that you work or the the different uh, way you start your day, right, the way you start your morning, you carve out that place for yourself and to set intuitions to visualize. If you just Think about how this is going to impact you, then you will also recognize that because you're better, that's what's going to create the ripple effect of the people around you experiencing, as you just said so beautifully, that overflow or, you know, and the overflow of your time, the overflow of your ability to connect more deeply, of your energy, of all of that, which I think is absolutely beautiful. So thank you. Thank you so much for mentioning it. Now, a lot, a large piece of your business and how you help your clients also is that they're able to create, you know, this space for more peace and ease and joy and all of that because of systems that you believe work. Yes, Right. And, and, and it's systems, I would say in the business, but also in life, right? It's, It's about being productive. It's about managing your energy and also your talents. Tell us a little more about that space of your work.
1: Oh sure, well, systems are absolutely sexy because it does, that's where the problem resides. Like I love systems, I'll get excited every time we talk about it because systems represent repeatable success. And when you are going through having a business, six figures, growing your businesses up in your purpose, then you have to understand like what are the things that are necessary. Business is business. You need to have client acquisition, um, but not just to get clients, you want to be able to serve them in the most authentic, most aligned way. So that does take a time for you to get really clear as to what that looks like for you. Once you understand that, if you when you identify, this is how I get these clients, you want to systemize that. You want to systemize what's the conversation. How does your marketing need to be? What does the language need to be so that you can consistently attract the same kind of people? When it comes to your sales process, which I kind of feel like is part of serving, I look at systematically. How do I know? Like, if I know I want to make a million dollars, let's just say five hundred thousand dollars, who all the people that I need to serve? You know, I say I serve everybody. God, get, get, God sends me my clients, but at the end of the day, it's a systematic way to show up for your your tribe each and every day. And it comes from a place of abundance, of overflow. Systematically taking care of yourself in the morning, you know, take, serve yourself first, fill your cup first. Because when you do that, you can serve the world, you can serve your family from a place of abundance, happiness, overflow. And when you don't do that, you'll be in a situation where all you can do is focus on yourself and you're not good for anybody. I mm-hmm. say martyrdom isn't sexy. Mm-hmm. So that systematic way to be able to pay attention to yourself, listen to your body. Those are all the benefits. But when I look at systems, I look at, okay, what, are, what is the goal? What's the dream? What's the goal? Then you look at, well, what's the steps to make that happen? And when you look at those steps, how can I systematically do that? Systems show up in standard operating procedures, in scripts, in data schemas. It's, it shows up in those checklists. It can be simple as a checklist. You know, these are things that a lot of creatives have said, oh, my gosh, Melissa, that's so constraining. Like, I'm creative. I want to dream. I want to, I need my quiet time. I need my creative space. Systemize it. Wednesdays half a day put that in there lock it in you know these are the ways that you're able to truly live a life that serves you to accomplish your goals you want to look at not only the task but how can you create and support your vibe how can you support your soul while you are executing on the biggest goals that you set forth for yourself mm. how do you lock that in systematically mm-hmm. how do you delegate you know the more the more you are able to be successful in your life is the more and the bigger your dream you need other people So how do you up-level your leadership? How do you delegate in the way that everybody wins, including yourself? You can look at these things from a systematic perspective. Systems exist regardless. Mm -hmm. What I would strongly recommend is to look at what are the things that you do? What are your habits? What are the things that you're doing on a regular basis? Is it supporting you in getting to that next level and being your best self, or is it not? Because no matter the system, as you grow, you might have to change it out to support yourself in being able to rise to that next level systems break but that's great because it's an opportunity to renew and true up that system to support you Mm. so i would just say even in your life like i'm not the shopper i don't like to go shopping so one of my systems especially when i was traveling so much when i got back thursday to monday I didn't want to clean the house. I didn't want I didn't want. To, I mean that little bit of time in that in those days where I was serving the world and working in corporate. No, I would just do my digital like now they call it like, you know, shipped and you know, like Instacart. I back in the day there were things like that too. I would I would have those orders, you know. I would make sure that I had someone that would clean the house. But I earned that. I understood that, that was my vision. You know, that was a time where I get my time back. I can do the things that I truly love. I want to be with my family. For me, systematically, Saturdays is my daughter's day. Mm -hmm. She knows that's her day. That's where we go dancing. That's where she goes out to lunch. We have these women, like these daughter empowerment things with her best friend, like me and her mom, but you know, those kind of things, you know? And so I'm just saying that you can lock in your success and make it predictable when Mm -hmm. you've systems. And the possibilities are endless. And the only systems that you need to have in your business or your life are the ones that serve you. If it doesn't serve you, let it go. Create something that does. Mm. But it is our responsibility to lock into those things because you deserve it. But it is also a way that you can be fully present.
0: Oh my gosh, that right there, you mentioned a lot of very practical ways that we can put systems into our life. You know, sometimes some, I know this was me, I thought it would have to be a big, robust process. Oh no. Right? When I really just looked at it, it was something as small as, only doing podcast interviews on Wednesdays, for example, so that I could stay in flow and be fully present with my guests and not think about another meeting that was coming up, or I had to go run out and do this. My errand day is Fridays because I will have some work that I need to do, but I also know, I'm the only one doing grocery shopping. I'm the only one. And yes, it it was COVID that helped me to see the value of grocery (laughs) delivery and pickup Uh, because now I utilize that all the time because it helps me to also keep a running list in that app, the giant app or, you know, HelloFresh when I use it. Yes, That helps me to get it out of my head so I can be fully present in the, uh, the other areas of life. And even that small piece, you said it quickly, but it is massive and it was huge for me to uplevel my business was delegation. Sometimes when you're creating a system, it doesn't mean that you have to own the whole process. Absolutely. Absolutely, You can create a system with another person who helps you and collaborates with you, or maybe they own it all together because it's your vision, but they're helping to implement that. Again, these are very, thank you so much for saying that because I do believe, and I've seen, and I have felt when I'm thinking about a system, it feels like a huge lift when really, you really want to think about it from a place of how can I shape my days or weeks or what have you, however you think you need to consider this, but how do I shape my life and my work in a way that supports me fully so that I can be present in the thing that I'm doing in the moment Absolutely. that right there. You're right. Systems are super sexy. Are Thank so you for mentioning that.
1: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> And, you know, there's intentionality behind systems. So that's yeah. self in the morning, especially when I have to work out, you know, things of that nature, which I do on a regular basis. But you know what? I'm snatching my sexy back. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I like, 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 you can put like or on when my my work day or what is Wednesday. That's when I all my meetings are on Wednesdays, right? And that's really the day that I work the most is Wednesday. The other day is going to be like whatever I want to do with others. But that is when I'm building my empire, or I'm fulfilling my dream, or I'm serving the world. You know, you could actually coin things so that it actually shifts your mindset, so you understand that these mundane things, these little things, equate to big things over time.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, before we go, let's talk a little bit about this documentary that you have. Tell us about the Live Rich Spread Wealth movie.
1: Oh, absolutely. So this is a documentary that just came out last year. And I will say that if you want to be inspired, you know, it it does reflect the movement of Live Rich Spread Wealth, which is in essence, Live Rich is embracing all of who you are, the quirky, your education, the good and the bad, and really supporting humanity in a positive way and making room for the abundance that that provides, which is spread wealth. And so I set off on this, this journey, which was a divine guidance there, over 15 years ago, And there's so much that's been uncovered and unlocked there. This I've I've traveled the world, I've supported my clients also, but it tells you how it all got started. And if you want to get inspiration to know yet, you also can do this. That, you know, your tragedy doesn't define you. You can get to the next level. If you want to be empowered to be your own trailblazer, I strongly recommend checking out this documentary that does reflect my life, my clients' life, and how we've been able to uncover a lot of people see us now but they don't see how it all started.
0: Yes, and all the details. My, we like, got to get details, in the details.
1: <laughs> the details. And it starts from a humble beginning, you know? And so I want you to embrace all of your life and know that you have an opportunity to stand on all of your experience in such a transformative way that you will be celebrated for the courage that you have to step into that abundance that is your birthright. And so Live Rich, Spread Wealth Movement, it is a documentary and you can find that on Live Rich, Spread Wealth. Dot com. And so that's just to inspire you and to celebrate you and to show you what's possible. We all have that amazing gift. We all are gifts to this world, but it does take work to dial it in. Sometimes when you're, when you're down and out, check out that movie. It was made for you to really get that inspiration back and encourage you to keep on going.
0: Oh, Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you for that gift. And also the gift of your time today. This has been such a wonderful conversation. We'll make sure that the link to the documentary, along with any resources, your website, your social, all that good stuff, because I know people are going to want to learn more. We will make sure that that's in the show notes for our listeners. But again, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to that still small voice for leaning into that space for surrendering, even when things were tough and uncertain, which I know they were because for entrepreneurs and we're human, nothing is perfect. So the fact that you have stayed the course and now you are helping other giants, which I know you lovingly call your clients. I think that's beautiful. Now you are helping them and they are helping so many people, but it started because you said yes to that still small voice. So Melissa, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Karen. It's been nothing but a joy. And thank you for saying yes. (laughs) Thank you for taking a stand, for reminding us that we are 100% human and that life will support us. And I love what you're doing in the world, in corporate. And I just want to celebrate you. And I cannot wait to see all of the additional accomplishments that you're going to have. And I'm so thankful that being on this journey with you.
0: Oh, well, thank you, friend. Thank you. This has been In The Details. If you like the show, tell a friend. For more
1: shows like this, go to success.com slash podcast.